0: ESPN Kansas City presents Golf Underground, powered by Mariner Wealth Advisor, helping you navigate your financial future. Hey, we're here.
1: Golf Underground ESPN Radio in the studio today. Jordo filling in for Sully. Couldn't be here. Had better stuff to do. He's not making money. So riding shotgun, Kevin Ward. It's just me and you today, buddy.
2: I like it. Let's get after it. So
1: New Year right we just had new year's everybody's back from 2 weeks of not working and the golf season's already underway and pretty interesting fashion the way the century tournament of champions concluded yesterday with nobody really wanting to win that thing but everyone uh, was puking down their uh puking
2: down their front of their shirts
1: yeah yeah you you never like to see that you want to see a guy win it and not try to throw it away but uh, i guess ended up jt wins with a birdie putt so at least he got it together on the uh the playoff holes so uh we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about uh patrick reed insisting on being a story every single week uh (laughs) jt's prolific rise uh justin thomas continuing up the uh the history ranks really uh how great it is to have prime time golf to watch A real treat when the guys are on the West Coast
2: or in Hawaii, or uh, or in China, or in at the uh, or in Australia. We've been spoiled lately. (sighs) Were you getting up in the middle of the night to watch that stuff in China? Uh, Maybe a little bit.
1: (sighs) Bigger golf nerd than I am. Golf dork, Yep. (laughs) All right. So we've got that and then uh, a new worldwide handicap system that will bore everyone to tears at some point, which I know
2: just about nothing about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll let somebody try to explain it to me at some point.
1: All right, so we'll punt on that for a while. Let's get going first, though. You and I haven't been back in the studio since we embarrassed the international community down in Australia for the President's Cup. <laughs> uh, I want you to tell me why Tiger Woods shouldn't be the permanent captain of any U.S. golf team.
2: Uh, the only thing I would say is clearly he's exhausted. If he didn't play in the Century Tournament of Champions this last week, so he's clearly coming off uh, a lot of uh, emotional strain, not and then clearly the physical strain of playing on the other side of the globe. So I would say the only reason I would I would put out there is he's exhausted now. And I t- want to see him play more.
1: So you think it takes away from him as an individual? Dumping? I mean, everybody says he puts a ton of energy into these team deals. You think it, it robs him a bit
2: on the individual side? Uh, I don't think it robbed. It did not rob him this last uh, President's Cup. However, I could see it robbing him in the future. I think maybe this being his first one, um, being a captain, and then I also think he's just he's got kind of an emotional. He had an emotional high, I think, after the year that he had. So, but I would honestly say that. After he had made that putt against Abraham Anser, he kind of walked you know, he clearly walked it in from 97 feet away, but he kind of just walked over and shook his hand like, all right, I got to get to my other business, my other job. That's kind of how he shook the hand.
1: Yeah, well, he, he's not been one to be a real gracious victor in match play settings, uh, <laughs> Stephen Ames can attest to. Uh, I think he spent an entire press conference where all he said was 9-8 uh, was his answer to every question. Yeah. Yeah, he's known to flex on these guys, but... Um, at this point in his career, for a guy who, I mean, there's precious little left for him to accomplish, um, apart from maybe catching up with Nicholas. I wonder if there is added emphasis on winning some of these deals as a team captain. I mean, that, that's that's new territory for him, right?
2: Yeah, I think that I think that he definitely. Uh, this is something he wants to add, and I just think the more and more. Every day that goes by, I think he really cherishes the relationships with the JTs of the world and the and the Jerry Woodlands of the world and um, all the all the great players, the DJs, etc. And so, I just think he takes a lot of pride in not only helping those guys out. And you know, they said on the telecast last night, I thought this was interesting, and it's true: is Tigers staying young by being around these young guys? Yeah, there's Surely no his body's. You know, he's had 47 surgeries, but what I think he's doing is he's the more he's around JT or Ricky or whomever he's getting better he's staying sharp
1: well the proof's in the pudding too um his official world golf ranking by taking the week off last week he he fell in the rankings down to uh sixth or seventh I can't remember which but um when I saw that it it made me realize uh, obviously two years ago he's in the thousands or whatever and you know we remember him winning the Masters as a great event, but he's legitimately and consistently very clearly one of the best players in the world again. And so being around these young guys and not only competing with him but beating them uh, is is that level of competition that I'm sure he missed while he was out, and there's no doubt that these guys are making him better. And I'm sure in these team events he's making them better. As bad as we've been in these team events, in match play. You can't uh, be any worse. No, and Tiger's the antidote to that, right? He's one of the best match play players in the world. He's the only guy winning all his matches for years in these Ryder Cups where you've got uh, Jim Furick and, and Phil Mickelson's getting their teeth kicked in. And so maybe if he can shepherd these young guys around, um, they can start acting
2: like him in these in these Ryder Cup events. Can you shepherd me around this year? I want to I make this year great. And you need me to help do it? I can do it. I think I need you to shepherd me around.
1: I'll I'll provide that molding that you've always needed.
2: I know. It's, you know, Club Pro guy does it for you and I need you to <laughs> give give me the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, we're
1: going to have to get a lot of thinking out of those from between those ears. Yeah, think think <laughs> tank.
2: I I did a better job last year not thinking. Yeah, you did. Every time I played with you, you played great. Played played good last year. Yeah. Played well. Tell you what.
1: Let's can the career. Let's go back on tour. Let's do it. I'm gonna have to can my career too to carry your clubs. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad idea.
2: That's a bad idea.
1: All right. So uh are you in on Tiger being permanent captain for all US teams? We neck
2: uh, we got whistling straights next year
1: for the Ryder Cup.
2: Um I am in on him being the captain there. All right. He's in. Book it. All right. Are we going? By the way, is Golf Underground going? And that's uh, this year. I think we should. What did I say? Next year? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I meant this year. It's this year, 2020, at the end of September. Whistling Straits for the Ryder
2: Cup. I think the Golf Underground should go. Maybe another road trip. Let's go north this time instead of south.
1: You think Sally will pop an eye out again?
2: Uh, probably. You think there's any minivans we can rent? God, what a
1: great trip that would be. <laughs> uh, I've no. Have you been up there? Uh, I have been there. It's fantastic. Everybody says that. We might need to start in on booking some stuff now. I think it's pretty
2: limited as far as... Yeah, it's all right. right. We'll probably just be snuggling with Woodland in his, in his room somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good snuggler. He's in good shape to
1: make that Ryder Cup squad. He's, he's up to 14th in the official world golf ranking right now.
2: He needs to keep going.
1: He needs to keep going for sure, but he just made the President's Cup. He flexed on the international community. It's time yeah. to do it to Europe. That last Ryder Cup was an embarrassment.
2: Well, we're gonna freaking come out guns blazing this year, so hopefully, uh, hopefully Tiger and Tiger gets it, and he'll be the he'll be the honorary captain no matter what. So, all right. So, talk to us about this Patrick Reed deal. I mean, he's had a quite the quite the month. Okay, so a few days ago, he's missing two footers, uh, all over the place.
1: Um, he does the is it a bunker? Is it not a bunker? Uh, scoop shovel routine with a wedge. <laughs> Um, and what was the deal this week? Oh, somebody yelled in his backswing on a pot or something. Yeah. Um, listen, I like the guy uh, because he's a bit of a... Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of a, a nice word that I could say on the radio. Uh, but he's one of those guys, and he owns it. And when he's on our team, it's great. That epic match with Rory. He's walking in 40-footers, screaming at the crowd. Um, so... he. He's a bit of a turd in a punch bowl, but he's our guy, right? In these individual deals, uh, in any other tournament, he is just not well-liked. He's always flirting with the rules. Um, I like it. I think it, it. golf is probably short on villains. It's good to have a guy like that in the mix. Uh, as, as a purist, I'm sure you hate his guts. Do I have that about right, Wardo?
2: I don't love the guy, and here's why. He's just really hard to like. And no, I don't. Don't get me wrong. I respect his game, and yeah, he hits rope draws, and he's figured it out, and he's he's a he's a great player. But I, there's just something about the bedside manner and the way that he goes about his business that no wonder every fan wants to yell. And like, uh, if if DJ or somebody else had a, a rules infraction or or something along that nature, I feel like it would be over and done with. Well I think about
1: like, all the praise DJ got after he grounded his club in that bunker at Whistling. See? Several years ago. Yeah,
2: maybe he should be the captain. <laughs> yeah,
1: there'll be a lot left unsaid, I think. From his captaincy.
2: So I don't know. I I just think it's the way that, you know, clearly the he goes about his business and then I've heard, you know, the rumors that his wife's telling him what club he's gonna be hitting off tees and and uh clearly he's got the in law in the bag freaking trying to uh trying to punch punch uh, fans while they're drinking fosters so <laughs> <laughs> i think it's a dangerous dynamic that the whole
1: family thing everybody rips on him for it and there's obviously some some family beef that goes back a long ways but you got his brother-in-law on the bag his wife's very involved in the process with him when we were down at the match play uh in austin last year he he wasn't playing well he would exited the tournament early and, and as we're leaving for the day i mean it's It's whatever. It's like 8 p.m. It's pretty much pitch black. He's on the range, him, his wife, and a track man. And she's got a book out writing down yardages, and he's just pounding balls. So, I mean, he keeps a very tight inner circle that's mixed with family that's been involved in some, I guess, public drama. But he seems like the guy everybody loves to hate. Uh, there has he has to rally around that
2: to some degree it has to be inspiring for him he clearly does cuz i mean he played fantastic. he hit it, he hit it terrible this week you know he missed over half the greens or whatever and those greens are ginormous they're almost as big as number 11 out at lock lloyd and they're he li- he literally got it up and down the whole time he had basically zero putts so he clearly he can flat out grind to get it in the hole so
1: yeah He has to will himself through all that bad will and bad play to succeed against all odds. It's a comeback story that Disney would dream up.
2: (laughs) It is definitely that. I mean, so what is your take? Did he purposely cheat? Did he know the camera was there?
1: Okay, so I was watching it at a bar. I couldn't tell. Was he in a bunker or not?
2: I mean, there was sand.
1: Yeah, but I mean, they have sand in other places, too, that's like hardpan. That's not technically a bunker.
2: I don't think it matters. He was purposely improving his lie.
1: Yeah, but they changed that rule with hazards where if you take the club back, you're no longer penalized for like if a leaf goes flying.
2: I get it, but when you're like taking it back like and you're making a re- a rehearsal that has no no inkling like it's your golf swing, that's what I'm trying to say.
1: No, there's no doubt he was improving his lie. I'm just saying there's a good chance that it was done Within the rules, it's like uh, Vrabel taking two minutes off the clock the other day uh, against the Patriots. I, Yeah, I mean, common sense may dictate that that's maybe not the most sporting <laughs> thing to do, but you know what? Vrabel and Pat Reed didn't didn't write the rule book. How do, how do you blame them for taking advantage? Right. Every well, time Tiger or somebody else gets a favorable drop, nobody's, like, calling the guy a cheater outright. But when Pat Reed does something fishy...
2: That, that's all I'm trying to say. The knives are out. The knives are out, for sure. So, I mean... Again, I don't know. I think the guy... uh...
1: Is he a cheater? No. I'll I'll, I'll walk out on a limb and say absolutely not.
2: Is he a cheater? No. Did he cheat? Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A cheating would be like breaking a rule, and it was very clearly on camera. Had he broken a rule, I think he would have had to eat it.
2: He didn't. All right, whatever. All right, well, take us to commercial because I want to... I want to hash this out some more. and uh,
1: Wardo's stomping around mad because I won't call him a cheater on the radio, but we'll we'll get through it. All right, uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We will be right back. Golf Underground,
0: ESPN Radio. This is Golf Underground on ESPN Kansas City, 94.5 FM.
3: Hey, Brian Sullivan of Golf Underground with my favorite orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Kevin Witte from Sano Orthopedics. Hey, Doc, golf season's over. My back is killing me. I know it's football season, so you get a lot of kids coming in, blown ACLs, all sorts of body parts with problems, and then of course those baseball players. I know you fix a lot of elbows. Why is Sano Orthopedics the absolute best sports medicine orthopedic group in Kansas City? Well, if you want to see the guys in town have had the best orthopedic fellowship training in sports medicine, including training with Dr. James Andrews and Dr. Larry Lemack, come see us. Uh, we individualize patients' uh, plans to get them back to that activity and that sport that they love, and we actually care and listen to our patients and follow up with them make sure that they're getting the results they need. Okay, and so the three things that separate you, number one, best training, number two, you specialize in getting people on that field, number three, you're actually listen. Where can I learn more because you got me all in and I don't really want to get fixed, but it's time. At sonoorthopedics.com, 816-525-2840.
4: Do you have retirement dreams of perfecting your swing and spending time on the green? Or maybe you have a bucket list of courses you'd like to play. Whatever your retirement goals, Mariner Wealth Advisors is your advocate. We create wealth plans to help you reach those goals. Whether that involves golfing, traveling the world, or settling down in another state, it's your plan personalized for your goals. Contact Mariner Wealth Advisors today to start navigating your financial future. Visit MarinerWealthAdvisors.com to find a location near you.
5: Mariner Wealth Advisors, otherwise known as MWA, is an SEC-registered investment advisor with its principal place of business in the state of Kansas. Registration of an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. For additional information about MWA, including fees and services, please contact MWA or refer to the disclosures on our website. Please read the disclosure statement carefully before you invest or send money. This advertisement should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell securities.
3: Hey, Brian Sullivan here, and I've got a tip for you. You've got to head to UnForked. It's an amazing restaurant. What I like about these guys is they promise to buy and support seasonal, local ingredients first. And I love the fact that they source from smaller, family, GAP-certified, or organic farms, prime-going regions, artists and producers. All I'm getting at is, if you like fresh stuff, UnForked is the place to be. And like they say it, fork or no fork. You can be sure you're getting the highest quality, socially responsible ingredients possible. And not to mention, it's delicious. So whether you're out south or downtown, stop by UnForked for a delicious and healthy meal. Sheridan's UnForked, honest, clean food. The NFL playoffs are coming to Arrowhead Stadium. Brady, again under pressure,
6: hit from
2: behind,
3: wrapped up in sack, Frank Lark. keep it right here to win tickets to the game near side the pass intercepted in midfield intercepted by tyron matthew tyreek hell makes a catch 20 15 10 5 touchdown listen all week for your chance to get qualified to win chiefs playoff tickets from your hometown radio station sports radio 810 whb hi this is brian sullivan co-host of golf underground on espn kansas city Hey, when I'm not bringing my fantastic double-digit handicap to the course, my company, Precise Selling, works with companies to create sales champions. Hey, the best golfers get to the top by having a swing process and a game plan from the time they step on the first tee to the time they finish their putt on 18. Now, at Precise Selling, we teach salespeople how to prepare for each sales call. We give them a process to steal customers from their biggest competitor, sell more to current customers, and negotiate like a pro. So come see me at PreciseSelling.com to learn how we can help turn your team into a team of top sales performers.
1: Sing it, Wardo. Who is this? Golf Underground. (laughs) Chicago. Chicago. Twisting up the hits. I thought it was. All right. Golf Underground. We are back. Uh, During the break, Wardo, we were talking about golf simulators.
2: I know. Pretty fun deal. I have enjoyed mine thoroughly. It's been right at a year that I've had mine, and I have loved it. It's fun working with guys, fun helping people out. I got all the courses. I got Milburn now. I've got Lock Lloyd. I got some of the local stuff. If you want to go to Oakmont, I'll take you there. If you want to go to Pebble, we can play at Pebble. Get you know, in the stable with Wardo. i will take you anywhere. Yesterday, you we go. had guys in working on their games playing Pebble Beach. Only guys in town playing Pebble Beach. I know that.
1: Uh, yeah, I was not working on my game yesterday. I can promise you.
2: <laughs> Neither was I.
1: All right, we're going to give some free love to uh, the Clubhouse Experience. We're going to try to work something out and go see them sometime soon. Uh, you should as well. They're downtown. Great new spot. Bunch of simulators in there.
2: It's so time for another live vodcast.
1: Uh, the vodcast makes for great content. Sober you is not that entertaining. No. No, we got to get a couple in you. The, the vod- personality really bubbles out.
2: Exactly. we got a couple great ideas for guests. So if you got any ideas, let us know. But we're gonna, the vodcast is on. We're thinking late January, February. Come on down to the clubhouse experience and let's get it on.
1: Let's get it on. All right, back to golf. Uh, Justin Thomas is having a meteoric rise in his career, obviously. He's a top uh, four player in the world. Just won last week. Uh, He was there by a function of winning tournaments in 2019. Uh, Interesting stat that's been floated uh, quite a bit since he won late last night. He's 26 years old and he's won 12 times on tour. That is as many wins as Jason Day, Bubba Watson, Steve Stricker. And he's one win behind Adam Scott. Now, those guys are modern-day legends that are most of the way through their careers. How do you measure JT up against those names?
2: Uh, I've got a, I'm going to answer a question with a question. What if three years ago, if you would have said "Speeth? JT and DJ who's going to have the most success who would you have said Speeth without question
1: cuz he could putt DJ could hit it better than all of them but, but couldn't putt and ultimately that's what you got to do to win these these big deals and and Speeth was like the greatest putter in the world back then
2: See I thought I thought Speeth I knew Speeth just due to his golf swing and lack of like there's some things in JT's swing that aren't p- picture perfect but whatever with Spiess' golf swing, I just knew it was going to catch up with him sooner than later. The chicken wing? Uh, the chicken wing, the weak grip. I mean, I teach a lot of weak grips over in the stable, and that thing is so weak. And that's probably what led to his withdrawal for the Sony Open this week. I mean, he cited uh he cited the flu or something or a cold, and didn't want to get on on a private aircraft and and get you know further his cold. So wait, wait, wait. Speeth was in the t- tournament last week. Spieth. What did he win last year to get in? No, Spieth is not playing. He he withdrew this coming week. Oh, the Sony. Yeah. Yes. So anyhow, I just I think he's still working on that grip, trying to get it strong. Is that
1: what he's trying to do? Is strengthen up the grip?
2: No, but if he's not, he should be.
1: Um, let's get him in the stable too. He's gone round and round down there in Dallas trying to find somebody to help him. Maybe maybe it's your turn.
2: Did he? Uh, I thought he's still sticking with Cameron McCormick. No.
1: I don't know. Cameron McCormick and I have lost touch in the last couple of weeks. (laughs) Uh,
2: But, no, I mean,
1: Spieth, you know, he has that funky where the the left arm breaks down coming through the ball. Um, I just remember watching him dump, like, four balls in number 12 at Augusta. And you could just – I don't know. That's such a deflating experience for a guy who won and succeeded so much to start questioning the means and methods that got you there. Uh, has to be pretty humbling, but we but we started this by talking about uh, JT, so I want to double back to him. Um, he used to be kind of the understudy of of Spieth. They were they were buddies coming up, and and JT has kind of gone sailing past him, and it seems like the ceiling on his career is almost limitless. I mentioned the one stat of him having as many wins as those uh, really tour legends. How about another one? At his age, with the number of wins, he is now tied with Snead, Nicholas, and Woods for that many PGA Tour wins at 26 years old. That's some pretty rarefied air. It's crazy. That's obviously presumptuous to say he's going to be the next one of those three, but nobody else is there. Even Kepka, for as good as the last few years yet, he, he didn't get that many wins that fast.
2: Yeah, I mean, I just think he's gonna keep. I don't know if he's gonna keep doing it, but he's got. You know, again, I think he's owned his golf swing, or his, you know, back to the family, family, and you know, the, the family being the team. His dad's been clearly the guy in the cockpit in terms of his golf swing, and he's clearly owned it. And he did, he did, co- he did comment. I know he struggled mentally and was exhausted down the stretch yesterday, but he definitely hit it pretty darn good for 15 holes there.
1: Well, as a guy that played college golf. I'm pretty sure you can attest to pl- trying to play in a tournament and 45-mile-an-hour wins. That is exhausting. To do that four days in a row, 5,000 miles from home.
2: Starting the year out.
1: Uh, that's going to take its toll. Yeah. Uh, that's not an easy golf course anyways with all the trouble left and right to, to be playing in that kind of wind. Uh, that will take it out of you. But a win is a win. He, he limped to the barn. Uh, snuck his way into a playoff and uh, he limped into the stable
2: <laughs> what's amazing is you could just tell how ready he was for a VOD when he was done
1: yeah that post-round interview uh <laughs> he wasn't even interested in the trophy he needed a glass of something he for needed sure a
2: Vod for sure
1: all right so uh JT J.T. Uh, he shot a 59 at the Sony Open last year, the year before, and that's where they're going next week. So if the wind calms down, uh, don't be surprised if you see
2: uh, that guy right up near the top. Uh, I think you, I think you're going to see a a guy that doesn't a, a non-bomber win. I've got some inside info on the new golf course, new grass over there for the Sony and at Wyly. Wyly, thank you. And I don't think you're going to see a bomber win. So for all you guys that are in your little pools, you heard it here first. You're going to see a mid. Mid uh mid bomber win. I could see a Kisner coming out on top this week. Um it's a good pick. So he's just, on his game right now too. Yeah, he's playing. Hey, do we like, got
1: time in this segment to take take the listeners down memory lane? Sure. Uh who's my guy from Hawaii? That was Robert Allenby, correct? Yeah. Okay. Uh I want to take you guys back a handful of years. Robert Allenby <laughs> has an unfortunate incident uh during the Sony Open. Uh goes out late one evening, uh how about gentleman's establishment uh gets roughed up in the parking lot loses his clubs i think tries to get out in front of the story by posting a bunch of selfies on facebook with some made-up story that unravels within like a few hours and uh, anyways comes to light what happened in uh did, I, did he play the tournament i don't remember but it was uh i think he withdrew actually it was one of the funnier instances of instant karma you've ever seen. And you would not expect that from uh from a PGA tour pro going on a quick vacation to Hawaii. But uh gosh, that was that was
2: fun. Let's get him let's get him on the show and talk about it. I said to let's you last
1: out. year I want to do a between two ferns Barbara Walters style interview with Robert Allenby. So I think he's still in Australia, so I might have to take some doing to get him here.
2: Well let's get him over here.
1: Get him an exemption into something. He can play in the uh, Golf Underground Charity Invitational. <laughs> I like it. We're going to have several
2: invitationals this year.
1: All right. Well, with that, we're going to jump into some uh, some other good stuff, primetime golf. Uh, we're going to touch on the Olympics that are coming up in 2020 after the break. So stick around. Golf Underground ESPN Radio. You're listening to
0: Golf Underground on ESPN Kansas City, 94.5 FM. Cowell Insurance Services is your leading program administrator for workers' compensation. They're dedicated to meeting the unique challenges of the insurance industry and assisting employers in reducing their costs. CIS has provided insurance claim and loss control services to various industries, including trucking, construction, retail convenience stores, and healthcare, as well as public entities for over 30 years. They work with both retail agents and industry clients, or a combination of the two. If you're tired of fighting the rising costs of premiums and claims, give Cowell Insurance Services a call. Their dedicated staff is ready to find you the best insurance option at the most competitive price. They can help to define or enhance your safety program in order to move you in the right direction in reducing your claim and premium costs. Contact Cowell Insurance Services today, 816-214-4070. Bring Hereford House to your house this holiday season with their prime rib package. Enjoy the slow, oven-roasted, tender, and juicy prime rib seasoned in Hereford House's signature spices. It's sure to be the showcase of your holiday table. Place your order in store at the Leewood, Independence, Shawnee, or Zona Rosa locations. Select a pickup date and simply warm in your oven. Cooking for the holidays has never been easier. Herford House, inspired by tradition.
6: Hey, Wardo, I'm so sick of my handicap rising, and every year I feel like I'm losing yardage. Do you have a solution for me?
2: Of course I do. SwingFit is a goal-focused platform that is fitness-based centered around getting your golf game better. SwingFit will help you become more biomechanically sound in the gym and on the golf course. From the golf perspective, what you're going to see is a series of movement patterns and drills in order to get you better and help you achieve your goals. You will be introduced to some exercise centered around increasing golf strength, and Clubhead Speed.
6: The team at SwingFit is TPI certified, which is the gold standard for those tour players you watch on Sundays. If you want to take the next steps to hitting the ball like them, call 913 269 1300 for more information or go to thegolfstable.com. What do you think about your insurance? Chances are it's when you're paying your bill or filing a claim. At Briar Payne Mead, we always think about your insurance. It's what we do buying a car, having a baby, building a home, starting a business. Then it's time to call BPM at 913 6810 099 or visit us on the web at bpminsurance.com. Great service and extremely competitive rates from the top rated companies. Briar Payne Mead, 913 6810 099. That's 913 6810 099.
3: Hey, what's up, Golf Underground Nation? This is Brian Sullivan, co-host of the Golf Underground with the Greenside Cigar Company, here to tell you about the hot new cigars that are about taking over the golf industry. And yeah, I'm talking about the patented Birdie Stogies you guys have been seeing for sale all over the local golf courses. These cigars come highly rated and are the ultra-premium alternative to that dried-up old stick you've been using to celebrate your made birdie putts. Designed to be carried in every golf bag and saved as a reward for celebratory achievement, our cigars are bringing golfers added relaxation, fun, and perhaps maybe even a little luck. From mild to medium, smooth to sweet, we have a cigar suitable for every taste palette and golfers at all skill levels. So no matter your celebratory occasion, enjoying a victory stogie at the clubhouse after a low round, immediately after a made birdie putter, hey, even to help you relax and simply celebrate being out on the golf course, make sure you never approach the first tee again without one of our beautiful cigars in your golf bag. So learn more and order online at greensidesigars.com or just Google the birdie stogie. Because after all, there can only be one. Wardo, are you going to sing this one?
2: No,
1: I don't know this one. No, we don't know this one. That's all right. We'll get we'll get them next time. Golf Underground, ESPN Radio. Back to talking golf. All right. The Olympics are this year. And very interesting as we look back at USA Team Golf. We're talking about Tiger Woods in the first segment. Um We're going to have Olympic Golf and the Ryder Cup at the tail end of this season. And if you remember back to last year, I think it was the first year that the PGA Tour had the new schedule where essentially uh, the British, the U.S. Open, and the PGA Championship got moved into uh, just one per month uh, to kind of follow up the Masters with the... uh, the players championship right after the masters to give us like one big golf event per month. And this year
2: are you a fan of you like, did you, I I loved
1: it. I thought it made for a more intriguing season throughout because after the masters, it was kind of dull year after year. And then it seemed like you got the U S open and the British within like two weeks of each other. And so the season, your golf interest would go from like really high to dead and then you ramp it back up. And so I think the way they spaced it out worked beautifully and it's not competing with the NFL come, you know, early September. Right. Now, for this year, we are going to have the Olympics in early August, and then we're going to have the Ryder Cup in September, as mentioned, at Whistling Straits. And so I don't, I don't have it open in front of me when the cutoff date is for the decision for who goes to the Olympics and who doesn't, but the way that they decide is the top four players from each nation according to the official World Golf Ranking you go and represent your country at the Olympics, and so that's a pretty tall task, right? You have for America, anyways. Uh, some of these other nations they don't have as many uh, top 50 in the world golfers, so um, it's a little bit easier path to the Olympics. But obviously for America, we've we've got a deep bench right now, and there's no captain's picks. There's no. Um, individual criteria that's not numbers based it's world golf ranking and that's it and it's only four and so the current standings are you got Kepka at the top Mm -hmm. you got justin thomas dustin johnson still hanging on to that third spot and then patrick cantlay right now has snuck into the fourth and final spot to represent the americans in the olympics and lurking in fifth place is one eldrick tiger woods um I love it. Having been really successful at the President's Cup, having uh, the most successful career ever in match play, you can be sure that Tiger's going to be geeked up to get in that top four. But you are going to see some tremendous players miss (laughs) out on the Olympics, which is probably, um, you know, I I think overall the golf community gets robbed of not getting to see these guys in the Olympics. But um, it's going to be tough sledding to get on that list, Wardo. I agree. Um, you think our buddy Jerry can make it? He's uh he's not far off of it. Right now his official world golf ranking is fourteenth. And in front of him is a mixture of some international players. So uh, as it relates to getting into that top four, he's probably in like seventh to ninth place. I mean it's infinitely doable for him.
2: All right, so if you had to pick four, who's gonna make it? I say right now
1: you got Kepka, JT. I think they're safe. They're gonna make it. Dustin Johnson, I've not seen enough out of him in the last eighteen months. Uh injuries and poor play. I, I would cross <laughs> DJ out. Uh Cantley's been great. He's been sneaky, but I think Cantley finishes fifth. I'm gonna have to see it to believe it from that guy. So that leaves me with two spots open. And I think uh, I think Gary's really interesting to put in there. I and and I'm a little less biased than you, haven't been as old. <laughs> Patna from back in the day. Yeah. But I think. Uh, I'm just uh, a hanger on her now, according to Club Guy. I know. I Club, know.
2: <laughs> club Guy. That's his new name.
1: <laughs> I, I think I maybe like Gary's chances more than Tigers. I just expect Father Time to catch up with Eldrick at some point, and the competition is going to be so fierce to get in there. Ricky Fowler is one that I would keep an eye on to get one of those four spots.
2: What do you think? Who are you taking? I like Ricky Eldrick. J.T. Gary, you got Kepka. I I don't know what's gonna happen after his. You know he's rehabbing his knee. I don't know. I suppose uh, that's pretty bold. I,
1: all right, let's tell Brooks that you've got Gary taking him down. See how he likes that. I well,
2: that's maybe they should fight over it. <laughs> I think I'll take Brooks.
1: That'd be a. That might be the best wrestling match in all of pro golf is those two going at it. Uh, I think Brooks is just a beast.
2: I yeah. mean. Yeah, I get it. He's still world number one. You know. Yeah, you do have Cantlay. You got Xander too. I mean, Xander, you can't rule him out. So yeah. Jerry, yeah, I forget about him. He Jerry, would be
1: terrible in a wrestling match, though. Xander softly. Yeah, he's too nice. His, he weighs less than Justin. His Thomas. dad
2: has some amazing lettuce, though. I mean, that flow. Let's get that dad on. Let's get the dad on the show here with that nice flow ponytail. Do
1: You think that's real or fake?
2: Uh, I think it's real. It's just nice flow. I thought it was. It looked like a weave. To me it is it's
1: not a weave it's just nice flow <laughs> i mean well why didn't xander rock something like that 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 look good peeking at the bottom of that callaway cap
2: i know maybe he can't grow it yet he hasn't hit puberty he's like 22 yikes
1: he's yikes. Pretty... the man's top 10 in the world wardo
2: i know You're he's, ripping him i'm not ripping him he's a hell of a player <laughs> he did steal it from jerry last year at the uh at the uh tournament of champions which was deflating but dude that great. guy
1: caught fire in that deal last year it yeah it was great. i thought woodland had it too it's all right it was... we'll trade it for a u.s open i suppose
2: yeah exactly, exactly. so
1: a- a- have you talked to him recently what's his what's his schedule looking like he's not playing in hawaii i don't
2: think so he's going to take the week off uh hawaii go to scottsdale get some prep in there might be a chance a wardo sighting in scottsdale but probably not pretty busy these days um don't have time for a good old friend jerry and then from there he's going to take his game over to the farmers um, Tory yeah Torrey. Like January. and he's actually taking two weeks off because it goes uh, they, they go to the desert and then they go to the farmers. so a couple weeks off farmers, then Scottsdale, and then I believe it's a week off after that, and then he's probably heading for the Florida swing so well aren't they uh,
1: is the when's the pebble pro proams in there somewhere? Surely he's going to that? I don't know. he didn't play that last year. He just won a U.S. Open there. I don't know if he'll play. He didn't play last year. So he's not going to go back and cash in where he just put down his first major
2: championship? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he will because of that. Just get
1: him on the phone. Let me talk to him about yeah. this. I think
2: mistakes are being made. Yeah. Let's I go mean, clean schedule, up. schedule might change, but honestly, it just it's a pro-am. I get I... it. It's at Pebble. And the conditions are different. It's soft, it's spongy, it's cold, it's... Blah, Homie blah, blah. was
1: knifing lob wedges off of the <laughs> green. I think he can
2: maneuver his way around there in yeah, a little bit of cool he could, temps. He could be all right. I mean, he's uh, pretty He's pretty snobby right now with his temperatures. So, Nah,
1: did. I'm going to pass on a prestigious tour event where I just took down a major. <laughs> I got, I'm going to take the week off. I'm going to
2: take the week off.
1: And to go. do what? Come home? How cold is it going to be here? Hang
2: out in Lawrence, Kansas. Hang out in this new little man cave. I don't know. Well, as long as he doesn't go out. If he goes outside at all
1: and complains about the weather being too cold at Pebble, yeah, it's, a <laughs> it's a mistake. Well, I'm just, I'm just coming from one message. loser to a major champion. I think he's got to play it.
2: I'm just relaying the message. Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: Hey, I'm trying to get him in the uh, the Olympics, the Ryder Cup, all the stuff. We're not going to make it sitting on the. What's on the, the couch. over
2: under on how long it takes them to come on the show in 2020?
1: Who, Gary? Yeah. I don't know. How many times can we go back to that? Well,
2: uh, limitless. Should we have them on next week? Are you
1: going to make them sit through commercial breaks, or do you want to pre-record it?
2: Um, let's make them sit through commercial breaks. <laughs> make them wait. Commercial great breaks are great. Oh, boy. All right, well, speaking of break, take us through a break, and then let's come back, and let's do a, I'm going to fire some rapid fire at you for the 2020 and what's going to happen. All right,
1: buckle your seatbelts. We'll be back. Golf Underground ESPN Radio.
2: This is Golf Underground
0: on ESPN Kansas City 94.5 FM.
3: Hey, your boy Sally here from the Golf Underground ESPN Radio. I am in what they call the Clubhouse Experience downtown Kansas City with founder Jason Townsend. Jason, this place is off the charts. Give me a few reasons why anybody, whether you're out south, up north, or right downtown, would want to come to the Clubhouse Experience. Well, first of all, the Clubhouse is the epicenter of a social community. What we've done is provide an experience from the outdoor patio with live music to our Epicurean bicoastal coastal food menu to the cocktails to our wine list with 61 bottles from across the world, 50 bottles available, by the glass, and then ultimately our entertainment suites, where you can play top golf, baseball, football, soccer, hockey, or
6: even hold a business meeting.
3: Well, and that's where you and I right now, and in fact, I plan on bringing a group of 20 folks for a business meeting in this venue, because it is fun, it is work, but you know what? It is an experience. Where can people find you downtown? 1101 Walnut, right in the middle of downtown Kansas City in the Central Business District. Or the website? www.theclubhouseexperience.com. All right, come on down, Clubhouse Experience, Golf Underground.
2: New golf clubs. A big screen TV to watch the U.S. Open? Or maybe even a new golf cart that I've got my
6: eye on. No matter how you choose to spend the savings, if you're looking to put a dent in your monthly heating and cooling bills, the answer may be right over your head. If your attic isn't insulated properly, you're missing out on a prime opportunity to cut costs. Call the certified energy experts at Star Companies, Inc., 816-353-2160 for a free estimate to learn how they can help you save money. Oh, heck, I'll buy
2: the clubs, put them in my new golf cart, Watch the U.S. Open on my big screen after
6: I play a round of golf. Better give Star Companies, Inc. a call today to start saving big. That's Star Companies, Inc. 816-353-2160 or visit starcompanieskc.com.
0: Dismal River Club is a five-star private golf and hunting club located in the sandhills of western Nebraska. 36 holes of championship golf, including a Tom Doak design and a Jack Nicklaus design. A private runway, luxury cabins, and incredible meals prepared by their executive chef make Dismal River Club one of the nation's most unique and sought-after golf and outdoor experiences. There is truly something for everyone. Visit dismalriver.com to get more information about the new spa activities,
4: family activities, membership opportunities, and corporate retreat packages. You wouldn't select a driver when you're putting on a green, just like you wouldn't choose a putter to get out of a sand trap. When choosing a club, you want to make sure you have the right tool for the job. And the same goes when selecting a wealth advisor. At Mariner Wealth Advisors, we believe in putting the client first. This isn't just our motto. It's our way of doing business and our fiduciary standard. Navigating your unique journey takes a partner who is as committed to reaching your financial destination as you are. Visit MarinerWealthAdvisors.com to find a location and an advisor near you and let us help you navigate your financial future.
5: Mariner Wealth Advisors, otherwise known as MWA, is an SEC-registered investment advisor with its principal place of business in the state of Kansas. Registration of an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. For additional information about MWA, including fees and services, please contact MWA or refer to the disclosures on our website. Please read the disclosure statement carefully before you invest or send money. This advertisement should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell securities.
1: Golf Underground ESPN Radio. We are crushing golf entertainment on the radio the same way (laughs) Brendan Todd is crushing the FedEx (laughs) Cup
2: point standings. He is crushing. That guy came out of nowhere. Get him on the show.
1: Okay, of the top ten currently in the FedEx, this is that season has just come to a close where you have the, uh, uh, man, what was that guy's name last year? Won two events. See, I've already forgot his name. Led the FedEx Cup points for like four months and fell off. Of these top ten, who's going to be around? How do you like Sunjay M's chances? Joaquin Neiman's up there. Uh, Joaquin, Lanto Griffin is in fourth place.
2: I like Joaquin's chances. Kid's a ball striker. He does have a lot of head drop, and when I geek out on his golf swing, but he's a gamer.
1: Yeah, I like his chances of sticking around. Cameron Champ, uh, dude's a beast. I don't know if he'll stay in the top ten all year, but I bet he might make it to East Lake at the end of the season. Um, Kevin Na has had a nice resurgence in his career; he's sneaking in the top ten. All right, uh, give
2: me your pick right now. Who's going to win the FedEx Cup in Atlanta? Ricky Fowler. Ah, his golf swings too laid off right now.
1: That's he's due though, man. I mean, he—he's that guy's been battle tested. He's been so close and not won, and I think he's in a good spot mentally where, like, he knows he's a top five player in the world. Um, He doesn't need any more validation of his game. You know, he's aged. He's been through some battles. I I expect him to maybe clock a major this year for the first time. You can't putt that good and not win a major. I know.
2: I mean, he's a... He's a great player. By the way, Harry Higgs in 36th on the, on the uh, FedEx Cup. That's pretty darn good. Eight events already.
1: Good for him. That's a local guy for you people that are uh, listening internationally. We are here in Kansas City. So a little bias to these guys. Harry Higgs off to uh, a heck of a start. So uh, you were talking about uh, having some rapid fire for me. Um, tell me about, on a rapid fire basis, what we're looking from for the stable this year. New year, new stable?
2: Uh, yeah, we're gonna get it We're gonna get things good. We're gonna uh, do a couple of different things We're gonna tweak the model a little different what we did was we had 18 guys Last year in a kind of a year-long program and we're gonna a lot of great results We got an 18 down to a 12. We got it some 12s down to eights. We got some eights down to fours um, I took a couple of fours to sixes um, But other than that uh, a lot of success, you know again I think the key is get guys playing injury free and uh, give guys the roadmap. That give guys the white glove that Tiger has, the guys that uh, Gary has, and get put the team around them that you know best suits what they're trying to accomplish on the golf course. So you tried to work with me on my game briefly before I threw you out.
1: Couldn't listen to that that nonsense. How many? <sighs> so the better question is: you you hit the highlights on guys that you helped improve. Who's how many golf careers did you ruin in the last year? Um, just really put them on ice. I don't know. Nobody? A, a handful. A handful? Good. Maybe one honesty. Maybe
2: one or two. Hey, did you, you want to make an omelet, you got to crack a few eggs. Well, here's the thing is a couple of the guys that I ruined, they were already ruined before they got going. So I just kind of said, had to come to Jesus and said, you know what? Go take up knitting or badminton or pickleball or some other game because you're never going to be any good. Golf is not for you. I'm just, I'm big on transparency right now, and that's what we're going to go
1: with. So you go beyond just the X's and O's of the golf swing. You want to get into some life coaching as well.
2: (laughs) Your students, when they get out of line, you'll you'll slap them back into form. Or just fire them. Yeah, I mean, I try to. I mean, yeah, but there's nothing wrong with firing some guys. I mean, let's be honest. There's enough instructors out there. There's enough love to go around, and so, yeah. Well, to be honest,
1: you do have some young kids that play college ball, and, um, I know I could have certainly used some slapping around. So, uh, you're probably doing some of these kids a favor with a little bit of that.
2: Speaking of young kids, we're going to have a couple kids on here in the near future, a couple youngsters, super youngsters and they they came early into the stable and we're going to uh have them on the show and reward them for their hard work. They want to come on and tell their story about their why they're why they're playing such good golf and why they're in the top 30 in the country for their age group. So, it's pretty cool to have How old are they? 8th graders, striving. 8th graders? 13-year-olds. I don't even know what you were doing when you were 13. You weren't... You're you were not golfing. You weren't chasing the white ball. You were trying to chase some tail. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, it, golf's not for everybody.
1: I agree. So, uh, before we have these kids on, I want to sit down and, and interview them beforehand, because if they're not going to be entertaining, I don't want to have them on. I'm sure they're nice people. Well, I but...
2: like it. Do you want to be the gatekeeper for Golf Underground and <laughs> the stable this year? Cause I, I think I could do you
1: a favor being like a bouncer for, for the stable.
2: Yeah, I mean... You know, your your buddy Club Pro guy doesn't ha- really have a bouncer, and that might be one thing he's missing for, you know. His, he does. He's his, got the
1: uh, violently uh, abrasive cart guy. No, the marshal.
2: Yeah, Daryl Bevins.
1: Yeah, he's my favorite guy on there. <laughs> he's got a bouncer. That's what you need,
2: see? Well, let's get you in. What's your, Are we going to put you on salary, s- salary or hourly? No, nah, I want to be commission-based. <laughs>
1: I want a piece so of these kids' So for every winnings. dollar you
2: turn around, I got to pay you? Is that is that what it is?
1: Yeah, it's not a great business model but um we're gonna make your life simpler I like people it. helping people
2: make life simple please help me do that
1: what's your golf goal in 2020 be a better
2: uh radio show host or player um player i'm kind of over this thing no i think uh, i i do want to play better this year I, I had a great year last year i hit it well i want to improve my pitching anything from uh 90 to 20 yards i want to be a be more precise. Pitching, chipping, short game in it. You going to
1: introduce some more clubs into this or are you just reaching for that
2: lob wedge every time? Oh, no. I am I love the versatility. I, I use a little bit of everything. Seven iron runners, lob wedge, sand wedge, the whole deal. I'll tell you one thing I did improve this year is my fairway bunker game, and especially from from 100 to 140. That's an area where I use, used to just suck. Yeah, uh,
1: Patrick Reed and Matt Kuchar have really... Bettered their fairway bunker game also with the new rules changes, being able to just rake a bunch of sand out from behind the ball. So, oh, Kuchar does that too, huh? uh, Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. He hovers over every other shot, but we get in a fairway bunker, and all of a sudden he's like digging a trench halfway to China.
2: so that's the thing, yeah. Maybe that's his New Year's resolution. I don't know. All Wait, right. Anything so you, else for New year's, year's resolutions on your game before we before we skip over this. You know, I drove it well last year. I just think continuing to work on what I'm working on in my golf swing, more body rotation, more chest and head rotation, and hitting it with my uh, hitting it with my pivot. It's pretty simple, right? And then getting that club to exit left, take the hands out of it. So that's what I'm gonna do. Holy smokes, that's a lot of stuff. It's called hit, hit it with your pivot. It's pretty simple. All right. The golf swing's a circle. Most people don't know that. So There's only one way to draw a circle. This sounds like a slow
1: walk into a pitch on Scientology. Exactly.
2: Um, What's your goal for the next year? Um,
1: You know, last year I played really well, but I didn't get to play a lot. So uh, I'm not sure how that occurred. I'm hoping that it doesn't catch up with me at some point. So I would say my biggest um, New Year's resolution for the golf course would be to get out and play some and maybe find a way to weave in uh, hitting some balls. I I probably hit fewer balls last year
2: than uh,
1: ever in my entire life so
2: i know your solution when you get your stable up and running you're going to have your indoor simulator so you're going to hit more balls this year than the last three years combined that that's a good point um you know with the technology i don't hit balls outside when i go to the golf course i go play or entertain or do whatever maybe i open a rival golf instruction academy in the back of my office out of the simulator i think
1: you should i bet our i bet our philosophies would be very different
2: I like it. Mine's gonna be more like grab
1: a cocktail and quit.
2: Or we could do, or <laughs> we could have a, a North Annex and a South Annex. Jordo and Wardo's, stable solutions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of money in that too.
2: Yeah, there is. You know, not not everybody can just be a proud business owner and have windows just going up in every college campus. Some of us got to slave away. Hey. Saturday, six lessons. <laughs> Sunday, four lessons. Pretty fun. You are gonna make these guys have New Year's resolutions? Oh yeah, I got students? their goal planning right here. I got their little vision sheets. boards. Oh, vision boards, goal planning, wow. stat tracking. We're gonna geek out this year. Spreadsheets. That sounds a lot like a work. lot of strokes. Strokes gained inside of 125 for all my guys.
1: What's the biggest strength overall of your students? Um, do they any of them do the same thing? Right, or they all do the same thing?
2: Uh, I would say that. Overall, their strength would be their willingness to get better. Their weakness, I see a lot of grips that just start getting right back to where. You like them having a weak grip or a strong grip? I don't like a weak grip, I'll tell you that, especially for the guy that goes high right. I like stronger grips. So I see a lot of weak grips in the the lifeline of the hand that just drives me nuts. So what I'm going to be harder, my resolution for all my guys is they're going to have specialized homework, and they're actually going to have to do it. It's a novel thing. You
1: know, when uh, when Jamarcus Russell was bounced out of the NFL, it was one of my favorite stories. They sent him home with game tape. This was back in the day of DVDs. They sent him home with a blank DVD. He came back to the facility the next day. They said, Jamarcus, what would you see on the tape? He started going into details about what he saw on coverages and stuff. They're like, hey, bro, we sent you home with a blank DVD. It's very clear you're not doing your homework. So... Um, <laughs> You'll, you might need to devise a plan like this to uh, to really catch some of these guys that are slacking.
2: I actually do that when I send them homework via email. I'll put in a weird deal or so. I'll catch the guys that are actually watching it because they'll say, hey, you sent me the same video twice. Or, hey, you did this. And I say, I know. It was That's on good. purpose. That's so good. The problem is only like two people catch it. So what
1: do you think Sully's New Year's resolutions are going to be on a golf course? Uh, much maligned in the last year. Really didn't play at all in the last quarter of the season. <laughs> um what do you think his goals are going to be? Since he's he, not here we can talk bad about him. Why did he take the last quarter off? <laughs> um I hate, I think he had better stuff to do. Um access may have been an issue. <laughs> um but I know he's ready to get back at it. He played yesterday and shot like 154. Did he? So there's room for improvement. Um maybe I, I, not I th- popping eyeballs would be a great place to start the year.
2: His uh his new swing coach, Tom Pernice, was in the studio the other day working with him on his his lack of flip. I think he's got it figured out, but clearly it didn't translate yesterday. No,
1: no. He, the muscle memory is very ingrained on this, like, uh, Waffle House move he's got at the bottom. <laughs> looks like he's flipping a You know flapjack. what I want to
2: see is if he'll ever get new grips. Like, when you put your hand on his cl- on his driver, it, the grip is literally 47 years old.
1: Yeah, it's cracking under the pressure. It looks like an old tire on a junkyard car. <laughs> all right, well, with all that said... Um, we're going to wish the best of luck to Sully in this upcoming year. Hopefully, he finds his game. Hopefully, he finds his way back to the studio. Uh, we're excited you guys are here. We've got a fun year of stuff planned for Golf Underground Radio. We're going to be doing live shows across the area. You're going to be able to find us in some different spots on your radio We're going to do swing dial. reviews,
2: too. We're going to have a little online deal, a little vault, video vault where you can submit your swing. We're going to dissect it. So we're going to go lesson T. We're going to make this a lot more fun than it's been. Wardo
1: so. will dissect it and I will roast it. So send me your swings and I'm going to just rip you to shreds. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a fun year of golf in 2020. You're, we're glad you're here with us on the Golf Underground ESPN Radio.